Welcome back, everybody, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And this week, we're on location. Tell us, Bud, where are we? Uh, we're at Cafe Modern, the beautiful restaurant inside the Modern Art Museum of Fort Worth. And we have a special guest today. Steve Wilson is here, although he's not on the microphone. He's Silent here. Steve uh, again. Silent Steve is here, by the way. But uh, we're with Chef Dina Peterson of the Modern. Hi, Dina. Hi, everybody. Dina, you've got a lot going on. I, I know... In addition to the great menu here at the restaurant, you're also very involved in the Fort Worth Food and Wine Festival that's coming up this week. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing with the festival? I am. Uh, first of all, I'm participating with the uh, the opening night at Billy Bob's. Uh, we'll be joining a, a bunch of other chefs, I think 12, 13 mm-hmm. other chefs there that night. And then we will also be hosting a, a museum and mimosas event on Saturday for the people who have uh, purchase the entire package yeah you need the vip ticket to get to that but you'll, you'll be there right only vips get to come to that I, I'll, right. I'll have to check and see if i've got any good connections so, yeah. <laughs> well, what do you get what, what do you got on the menu for that well we're going to be doing uh basically um a past hors d'oeuvres and uh a little miniature brunch bites and uh assorted flavors of mimosas now what uh, what uh I mean, this is our show before the Fort Worth Wine and Food Festival, Food and Wine Festival. Some people will be listening. But, I mean, what's cool about having this Fort Worth Food and Wine Festival? Did you ever dream Fort Worth would be hosting our own festival? No, I think it's fantastic. I'm I'm really glad that the guys put this together. Um, there's so many different cities around the U.S. that, that have done done small wine food food and wine festivals and and i'm really impressed that that fort worth has finally gotten it together to to get one we've got so much culinary talent to share you see people come and go from around the world every day here at the museum the the, i mean what what are they interested in when they come to fort worth are are they interested in 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 the dining here are they interested in steak or barbecue or what food do they want it's all over the map um it we've got such a great uh array of people that join us from tourists to school groups to ladies who lunch business meetings so it, it's really all over the map you know a little bit of southern food a little bit of of asian flair um it, it, there's a little bit for everybody and and it really all gets utilized yeah your menu kind of merges new orleans and tokyo a little in between so the- <laughs> exactly well, if you haven't been to the modern it's a beautiful building has asian influences because of the architect architect Tadao Ando, and uh, I think the menu fits in perfectly with the building. We're sitting here looking out at the at the, the beautiful pond and, and the galleries. It's one of the best places to actually come and have lunch or, or dinner. Uh, what nights are you open for dinner? We're open every Friday night for dinner, and okay. then we do brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. Now, I know it's festival weekend, and, and this uh, the festival's a big deal, but also you're uh, doing, uh, you have a new menu that's come out, and then you're doing a special discount for the festival this weekend. That's right. We uh, we just started our new spring menu, so our menu is totally different than it was last week. Um, lots of exciting new things that reflect all of the spring produce. Yeah, what are some of the up. highlights there? Um, well, first off, we have, uh, we have a new um, exhibit, the David Bates exhibit. Uh, we did a sandwich in his honor, um, the Bates BLT, because uh, he's notorious for coming in and ordering a, a BLT sandwich <laughs> any, pretty much anywhere he goes, That's you know, even though it's not on the menu. So we did a little special sandwich for him that's got 
Smithfield bacon, a black pepper aioli, roasted Scott Farm tomatoes and butter lettuce on it on a big ciabatta bun. Wow. Mm-hmm. But we've got all kinds of things that have uh, the fresh spring produce that's coming up. Um, we've got a Texas striped bass with a carrot shallot puree and, and lots of spring vegetables like fresh English peas and radishes and asparagus. Um, I've got a cauliflower piccata that's just like a chicken piccata, but it's a big roasted cauliflower steak served with angel hair pasta and a caper. Okay, now 20 years ago I wouldn't have said that sounded good, but now I think that actually <laughs> sounds good. Right? It's yeah. it's really selling really well. Yeah. I'm, I'm really so glad. People are just interested in seeing how it comes out and seeing how cool it is. I think so. Well, you know, roasted cauliflower is kind of the, the new favorite these days. People yeah. are, you Can know. you talk a little bit about how, you know, with the food and wine festival and your menu is so how fort worth has evolved as a as a food city it's really sort of seeming to peak right now oh it it really is there's there's just so much to offer here not only do we have just the most excellent tex-mex and steakhouses but we also have really amazing thai food japanese food italian um new american and there's just more and more opening up every day now, you grew up here. I mean, what, what was your favorite restaurant growing up? Um, Tell Jack us the and truth. Jack in the Box Tacos. <laughs> mine, actually, mine, too. We've talked about that. Massey Steakhouse, yeah. probably. You yeah. know, chicken fried steak, things like that. What was the first time you learned that there was food outside of the chicken fried steak? You know, um, it took a while. I, I guess it's also, as an adult, it takes, you know, a little bit, maybe college age, a little after college, when you actually have a little bit of you know, coin and, you know, to jingle in your pocket that, you know, if you can afford more than just a bean burrito at Taco Bell, you know, that you can actually <laughs> venture out and, and, and go to new restaurants or, you know, bigger and, and brighter restaurants. But um, I think for me, it was, it was during college. Yeah, somehow you got away from Fort Worth to New Orleans, right? And well, I went to culinary school in New York. Yeah. And uh, and then I also lived in Birmingham, Alabama for a while when I was working, working for Cooking Light Magazine. Then I moved to, to New Orleans. So uh, so I've, I've got a, a lot of southern food under my belt. And what brought you back here? Family, mainly. Mm-hmm. And Fort Worth has just really, over the, the past 20 years, has really just changed completely. It's become a much more vibrant and and thriving town as far as nightlife and restaurant life um but you know it's always friends and family that bring you back now we talked about you in the menu we didn't talk about desserts and something that people always come here for is desserts what what are the cool desserts you've got now oh wow i'm really excited about this new dessert menu i've got um my very favorite on the menu is a vietnamese coffee affogato if you know what an affogato is in italian it means um drowned or suffocated and uh, basically, I'm making a condensed milk ice cream, and uh, and then they at the table they pour a shot of of hot espresso over it, and it's served with um, toasted coconut shortbread. Wow, wow, it's delicious! <laughs> and you, you you don't have the tres leches, I guess you changed. What's a, I have changed? Uh, we have a um, a vanilla bean um, panna cotta with boozy berries on it it's uh it's all the spring berries uh raspberries strawberries blueberries and they're tossed with sugar and a uh cruzon black strap molasses rum and i should ask uh, you know for rick's sake too uh, what's the current hamburger on the menu is that a different <laughs> the hamburger always stays the same we do a uh a ranch ground beef 
uh, from from a local ranch here. Um, and you name the cheese, whatever cheese I've got in house, we'll put on uh, on the burger if I've got it. And uh, uh, you know your your plain old lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle. And, and house-made Kennebec fries. Can I, can I get some sriracha if I want it? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> we've promised our listeners that we will mention a burger at least once during every podcast because we've, <laughs> we've had some complaints when we didn't. And yeah, we've, so, people complain we don't talk about enough burgers. Yes. <laughs> well, the, the, the menu and even, I mean, some of the stuff you're going to be cooking at the, at the food festival, talk about that creative process now. I'm just I'm floored by some of the combinations on this menu and what some of the chefs come up with now. And does it put a lot of pressure? on you now to come up with sort of bigger creations it does it it really does as far as for number one just deciding what are we going to serve that is indicative of our cuisine um and it's also your chance to shine and to showcase what you can do Mm -hmm. um so i i actually was really having a hard time deciding what i was going to serve at the opening night festivities and until Mark Hitchery, the uh, the chef at Billy Bob's, texted me and said that he wanted me <laughs> to make um, hummus and tabbouleh. <laughs> and so I'm actually doing a, a spin on, on all of that. I'm doing a, a farro whole grain tabbouleh with um, a mint vinaigrette. Um, and I'm doing a harissa spiced hummus on pita chips so it's you know it's it's hummus and tabbouleh but you know with a little twist now is this the first time hummus and tabbouleh have ever, ever appeared at billy bob <laughs> i think you know, they've been a, on the on the main really stage question. but never in the <laughs> <laughs> i think i mean it's quite uh the 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 lineup of chefs on that opening night i think they're they're really sort of featuring the the 12 sort of marquee chefs in fort worth and so you I mean that's quite the honor. Well, and one of Tim Love and Terry Chandler. And yeah, but one of the nice things is that it's not just like Tim and Terry and John and you know there's you and Molly and the, I mean the women are involved too and and uh, I mean you've been a big part of the women chefs emerging here. Right, right. I was I was one of well besides uh, Louise, yeah. of course from Bistro Louise, but um, but it's really fantastic to see all of these female chefs that are emerging in Fort Worth. It's finally becoming a, you know, a, a much more balanced uh, playing field here. Yeah, that that definitely seems um, just in the last few years that you're starting to hear some names other than than Louise, who everybody that name comes up a lot, and everybody wishes that everybody's always followed Louise. And, and uh, but you know, I remember when there were debates I mean, when Louise first opened Cafe Espen, and there were other chefs in town who said, "Well, you shouldn't call her a chef. You know, you shouldn't use that title for her. They wanted men to be chefs, but not women." And it's just amazing, you know that. that you know, now, I mean, Molly and Ellerby and you here with Cafe Modern, you get read about around the world. Mm-hmm. Well, you talked a little bit about Jack Tacos, and that, of course, <laughs> pieced my, you know, <laughs> you know, my interest went up. And uh, I'm always curious to find out from chefs what are some of their, you know, sort of guilty pleasures there. In that is it. Actually, Bud and I kind of have a running joke over the years. We did a, a radio show years ago. And uh, we were talking about junk food that, that is our guilty pleasure. And, and for me, it's jack-in-the-box tacos. I, I don't know what they put in them. I don't want to know no. what they put in them. But, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of my, my go-to junk food. You know, they have artisan junk tacos. They just now have their specialty. You know, they have, like, 
Texas with queso, and they, they have like three kinds of Jack Tacos now. It's the first time they've ever done this, of having like a limited time only special Jack Taco flavor. No way. That seems like heresy, yeah, actually. It's <laughs> right up here, you know, across 7th, a couple of blocks. Dina's eyes are kind of glazing over right now as we speak. I've got to go. I'll see you later. <laughs> what about, um, you know, we, we like to ask chefs also, like, what are some of their favorite places to kind of to go and check out who's doing what around town? Uh, I, I mean, you're, you're a chef at a, at a museum, and so there's, I imagine that's somewhat a little bit different than... Yeah, you're only open one night a week. Right. So does that give you a chance to kind of go out and sample kind of what's going on around Well, here? sometimes I, I do have a baby, so I, I don't get to go out as, oh, as I, much I as you. I'd like to. But um, but I do, I really love to, to dine around town. Um, most recently I've been checking out Sarah, um, John Marsh's new place that, that uh, took over the Sapristi spot. Forest Park, spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Fantastic food. Really, yeah, really the great. Good Spanish cooking but over there. A lot of times, I mean, I, I like to try to frequent everything at, at least once, but usually my go to places are are the old, my old standbys like Benito's Mexican <laughs> on Magnolia and Carshawn's Deli. I just, I can't get enough of those. When I do get a chance to go out, a lot of times my taste buds kind of lure me there. Now, somebody's going to ask, what do you get at Benito's and what do you get at Carshawn's? What's your, what's your regular. I get a combo number one at Benito's. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, cheese enchilada and the chorizo tostada and the uh, chicken flauta. Mm-hmm. Heck of a deal. Yeah. Does and, it taste better at 2 a.m. than it does at... Uh, <laughs> you know what? It tastes great no matter what time. The chorizo chalupa. That, that's it's, that's one of the highlights. I know. It's fantastic. It's really great. And, uh, and Carchon's, I don't know. I, I kind of usually flip-flop between uh, a Rachel... I always forget. They're all named after girls. They're a, a, a Ruthie and a Rachel, I think, are the, the two different ones that I that I get. Yeah, the, the Reuben, the Rachel, Ruthie, and Rutherford are all the key sandwiches. Uh-huh. Some variation on But if you just sandwich. get get some girl named R and you can't go wrong. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, this is the first ever Fort Worth Food and Wine Festival, just to get back to that a little bit. Do you think this is, has a chance to become kind of a tradition around town? Oh, definitely. I think it's going to grow and grow year after year. I know that this, the, this is the first year, and it's probably going to be a little bit difficult getting you know, everything ironed out and smooth as possible, but there's so much support. Everybody has just really poured their hearts and, and, and sweat equity into it, and uh, I think it's I think it's going to be. It's a, it's a very ambitious lineup. I mean, for those who don't know, you can check it out on dfw.com. The, the schedule it, it starts on Thursday night at Billy Bob's and continues through Sunday with events at the Worthington. Uh, there's also you know the VIP events, but there's then the cooking demonstrations in Sundance Square. On, right. On there's Saturday. all kinds of things. There's burgers and blues. There's our museum event. There's um, champagne or sips. I forget what it's called, but it's like drinking champagne and eating caviar, and there's all kinds of, <laughs> all kinds of. And the five hundred dollar uh, exactly, dinner, but you know, uh, there's something at, for at every Hall. level. That's that's the point. That's and, and be watching if you're not going to the sixty or seventy dollar uh, uh, the big events. Be watching for short notice specials on on some of the other events they they ran one today on releasing one of the tickets. Yeah. And be, be, so be watching over the weekend for tickets to different events and then you're running here at uh, data here at cafe modern you're on 20 percent off all weekend for people with a festival ticket i believe right if you show us any festival ticket if yeah. you've bought, purchased a ticket to any of the events bring your ticket stub in and we'll give you 20 percent off on thursday friday saturday and sunday yeah 
Well, that you have to make room to squeeze in one more meal then. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not sure how much participation we'll get, but you know what? If you're looking for for a place to, to, to lunch or dinner on Friday. You yeah, know. but I bet someone who heard this podcast is going to go to the festival and then come over here and get their 20% off the Afogada dessert. So. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think I might. Yeah, <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> well, thanks, Dina, for joining us. It's been a great pleasure not just to meet you, but also to come out here and just hang out at the model. Thank and, you so much. Thank you for classing up the podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>